ladies and gentlemen, from All Seasons Studio 306 in Midlothian, Virginia, it's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, The Proper Ingredients for Effective Sleep. Remember to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Yes, everyone, please continue on your best behavior. Most of us behave while we are asleep, but some, not so much. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben. Let's welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing today, sir? Once again, I am doing fantastic. Excellent. You? You doing okay today? I'm doing good, yes. Very good. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, to another episode of the Undiluted Truth. Welcome to all of you rock tumblers and truth seekers out there. We have been running down a lane with uh, Miss... Barbara O'Neill, tremendous information uh, coming uh, to you from, uh, all, well, uh, Australia-ish. Uh, she is from Australia. I can't recall exactly where this particular uh, I location actually, was, and forgive me for that. Is This this is the same a portion of it, a similar it or sure, the same video, right? It sure is. Well, um, I believe I found it, uh, so I posted it on the last couple of podcast there it is from it's from prophecy again like uh where you had found it but the location of the event is actually in in atlanta ah atlanta georgia oh very good so um yeah, yeah. She, she, so i guess they hosted this convocation the, there that, or whatever it's called that is um, exactly yeah. right they did do that uh right. and it was it was a pretty awesome uh, right and e- that was, event and and that's not too far away from us. Shame on us for not being able to attend. Yeah. But uh, but ladies and gentlemen, you can uh, we're we're pulling all of this up uh, on YouTube. You can you can find her there. You can find us, the Undiluted Truth, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, Podvine, Audible, Podbean, and many others. So. Uh, glad to be able to mention that to you, and uh, we are in the segment of this where Barbara was talking about the time, the, the time frame, as in how many hours of sleep do you get and why it's important. We're locked in on eight. She's mentioned that uh, right. and why we need eight hours and and some of the struggles that people have as we are trying to bed down for the evening. Right. I think that's extremely important. And there's so many things that we don't even think about. And just what I have learned through all of this, and this is why I like Barbara so much, is she doesn't just say, do this and do that because it's good for you. She breaks down exactly what's going on in the body and how it's affecting you and how it's affecting the critical things that the body needs. So, right, yeah. Uh, that is extremely important. And I know just... Uh, uh, you know this. The, the, I think the things that I think of uh, when I'm sleeping. Uh, you know, every, everyone thinks about you know the serotonin, the melatonin. She also mentioned uh, arginine, 
vasotain and apithalamin, apithalam, lamin, epi, epithal. Maybe she, maybe she, and forgive me, I'm looking at this word, epithalamin, and these are things I'm, you know, you're probably like, what is that and how does that affect our, but, but the, these are the, like the four things that actually affect our sleep where she is saying they are extremely important to the body to function when we are awake. So anyway, without any further delay, if we're ready over there, Ben, we're going we're gonna to get right back into this thing. Absolutely. All right, here we go. What if you only have five hours a night? What if you only have four hours a night? What can you do to get to eight hours a night? Well, remember Rome wasn't built in a day. It won't happen quickly, but you can train yourself back into sleeping longer and longer and longer. It's important to go to bed early to access those hours of power and remember getting out of the chat room, making sure the technology is not in the room. But there are a few things that people have found are very helpful when they have trouble sleeping. For some people, this makes a difference. For some people, it doesn't make a difference. Remember, you're the doctor, so try them and see what works for you. One is valerian. I think that's an E. Valerian is a herb that is the, a mild tranquilizer, a mild sedative. Hmm. And chamomile. Chamomile is a very gentle one. Oh, I've heard of that. Whereas the tea. And it's certainly yes. more pleasant to drink. Yeah, valerian huh? is not a pleasant drink. A lot of people choose to take valerian in a tablet or a um, capsule form. Some people find magnesium helps. Magnesium is a muscle relaxant. So the best magnesium is magnesium citrate. Mm -hmm. And it's usually 500 milligrams before you go to bed. Okay. What also can help is melatonin. Some people have found this helps. Some people have found that it doesn't help. Remember, you're the doctor there. What works for one may not work for another. My youngest daughter loves it. These are some of the things that people have found can help to relax them and get them back into the habit of sleeping every night. Because as you can see, it's very important. It's a very important law of health. And it's when our batteries are recharged and revived in the night hours. I'd like to open the floor now for any questions. If you have any questions on sleep. Okay, so we're, we're getting ready, to, and, and, and this is pretty good. It, the, the only shame is, is that our listeners can't, you know, pipe in with a question or type in a question. So we're going to listen right. to a few of these. Okay. So, but, you know, she named these, you know, these four things that, that help, uh, and I can appreciate her saying, you know, you try them. If they work, then great. Continue it. If they don't, then right. But yeah. I don't think you. You know, the, the, I, the, I think this is a whole package, and I think that we need to remember that 
we are we are going through a process. We're going through that. We're, we're using these so-called ingredients, and there's many, preparing ourselves for proper rest. And the the thing that you don't want to do is is go. Well, I've been. T- I tried all of those. I tried, uh, you know, valerian chamomile tea, magnesium, melatonin. None of this stuff works. I, I, I just can't do it. Well, what is your what is your other preparation? Well, I watched three horror movies before uh, that. Right. And listened to some hard rock music, and and then I took my stuff. And I was watching my phone until, until yeah, I, yeah. You know, and then I had you know the was place tired. was the place was lit up, and right. you know and. So let's take it, you know, you need to sort of prepare yourself with, with right. all of what is necessary to, you know, to prepare your, yourself in your bedroom. I like the fact that get your, get your phone into another room, make sure it's dark, right. complete, completely dark, get a little air, you know, fresh air, open the window a bit, no matter if it's, you know, 20 degrees outside or, you know, 100, you, you know, you can still just a, a little bit enough to get some, you know, some fresh air in. A number of things. And, of course, you know, if you, if you recall the last episode, there was, there was turning off, you know, turning off the, uh, the chat line. Yeah. You know, right. You know, because we can, there's things that we can do mm-hmm. in our mind, not necessarily counting sheep. Uh, she said it, it worked great for her, her son. Right. To to go, don't think, don't think, don't, don't think, think. Yeah, <laughs> whatever yeah. it, you know. It worked. <laughs> she she was doing scripture memorization. So yes. So as as we we're gonna we're gonna snatch a, a, a few of these, and you know I'm gonna ask for your patience prior because you may hear the question, you may not hear the question, but some of these are excellent. These are questions that we may have. So uh, very good. We're gonna go ahead and see uh, at. Uh, the actual event, what kind of questions she has here. So, all right, here we go, back at it. Question anybody? Somebody's got one. Hi, Miss Barbara. Um, Is it all right to sleep uh, naked? It certainly is. It certainly is. Is that a good natural way to... It is. A lot of people find that uh, they sleep much better. Naked, and I guess um, Adam and Eve did. <laughs> <laughs> very, very true. Yeah. But it's a, it's certainly a personal choice. Thank you very much. Just not in public. Yeah, or when it's really cold. Yeah. Any other questions? Some somebody's coming up here. Hi. Good afternoon. Um, I have a question that's not directly related to sleep, but I notice um, on the presentations that you're not wearing glasses. So my question is, how can we prevent um, presbyopia or reverse maturing eyes? The, um, there is a very good book by Dr. William Bates. It's called Better Eyesight Without Glasses. And I have another book in my library at home, and it's... Um, it's called Help Your Children to Have Better Eyesight. And it's written by a lady who used to wear glasses as thick as Coke bottles. <laughs> and she no longer wears glasses. Interesting. And she wore those glasses from when she was a, um, about a teenager. And she read Dr. Matthew, Dr. William Bates' book, um, Better Eyesight Without Glasses. And she implemented 
the basic principles. And in his last chapter of his book, he basically lists the laws of health. And he shows how the eyes need sunshine. Never should we look at the sun, but being outside, those ultraviolet rays are going through the eyes. He talked about how those eye cells need us to be well hydrated. He talked about the importance of eyes sleeping. Mm -hmm. And he also showed that eye strain in the morning strengthens the eyes. But eye strain at night, when our brain is tired, weakens our eyes because our eyes are an extension of our brain. I found that interesting. Yeah, me too. He also showed how stress can influence the quality of our eyesight. He also showed how the stimulants, they have a, such a dehydrating effect on the body that they can influence eyesight. Ox those, those darn stimulants mm -hmm. are all, uh, interrupt a whole lot of things. And, and That's true. And here we are snatching and grabbing, you know, caffeine left and right. And we're all guilty of it. Well, most of us are guilty of it. And I think that, the, you know, that these things we need to take into consideration can that you know because i think the normal and i'm going to interject here just briefly but i think the normal idea is well i drink a few of this or i eat a few of those and i'm fine well what if somebody told you that you could increase just take what she's talking about your vision by eliminating one of those things would you go ah, no, i'd rather be half blind you know Probably I can tell not. you, I wear yeah. I wear contacts and glasses, and she never right. said anything. She didn't say she wears contacts. She didn't say anything. So uh, the lady asked her a question. She said, you don't wear glasses. Right. But she didn't mention contacts. So I'm not sure about Ms. Barbara O'Neill. I know she's close to my age. So mm -hmm. I was waiting for her to answer. But the, the idea is that there are things that are what we consider very – non non harming you know whether it be drink or food right that we i don't think we quite get it just because it hasn't done us any direct harm you know mm -hmm. there hasn't been any serious consequence from well you know what the other day i drank a cup of coffee and man i can tell you what i couldn't see for an hour you know, right, I went blind. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's uh, not that. It's just the, 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 the stimulants. I mean, when she says they, when you think about it, we need hydration. Right. And it, what that does is just sort of zaps your hydration uh, mm -hmm. to begin with. And I know that one of the first things that we talk about in, in our home, if, if someone's got a headache, the girls or whatever, I know Joanne will always go, Hey, are you drinking enough water today? Have you had, you know, enough water? Right. And it's amazing that just not drinking enough water can cause headaches. Hmm. Uh, right. And I know that there are some some studies out now that are very ex excellent studies that are talking about how hydration is is affecting and and eliminating problems caused with Alzheimer's. And mm. dementia, right? So right. Uh, it's it's it, it's amazing. I just wanted to I wanted to jump in there when they talked about 
the uh, the stimulants because uh, we we are we are people that love our stimulants because we're go 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 gotta go gotta go you know right yeah so and and I was gonna mention like <laughs> this this probably does not apply to people that have had LASIK because what LASIK does is it reshapes your cornea to basically I guess your the way your muscles have adapted over the years. So if you did this and it, quote, corrected your vision, where does that leave you if you've had LASIK? You're probably going to have bad vision again because now you've reverted it back to good vision, but you already had the lens corrected for the shape of your eye at that time. So I don't think that this would actually improve uh, people with LASIK. That's so, another question, though. Yeah. So because that, I've had LASIK. So yeah. if I did this and it corrects my vision and now I'm like half blind just like I was before I did LASIK, you know, because my vision was bad, you know, then I'm no better off than having the LASIK at that point. Well, I would... Although I would be healthier. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't think it would reverse it. First of all, if it's all natural product... And I mean, it's it's what you eat, and it's, you're not taking anything. No, I, I, what I'm getting at is if that corrects your vision. Well, does I, your body is your body able to correct your vision if you've already reshaped your cornea with LASIK? Well, I would. That's think what it, I'm getting at. I would so, think it would sustain it. I would think that it would keep it longer if 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 these that, things that could be. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, if it changed the shape of your eye back, because that's kind of what. Changes your, from what little I know, the shape of your eye over time stops being able to, it's like gets in the wrong shape or something. So if what this does is actually get your eye in the proper shape, that's what I mean. Because you've already shaped the cornea for this other shape. So now when you go back, it your your lens is already geared for but, but, yeah, but the uh, other. So... What I don't know is what Barbara's saying. She didn't. She's not said anything about shaping the eye in any way. Right. Exactly. I'm you're, just you're, throwing you're, that out as a question. You're because, using, you know, what what LASIK does, and can can that be? Could even that be improved on? Is what you're you're asking? Could or or by doing by doing this, could it revert back to the old way? Correct. You know, right? So I wouldn't think. I mean, just yeah, thinking. So, you know, I wouldn't think that personally. I wouldn't think whether you had uh, LASIK or not. Uh, it would matter what you know. We'll see. Because with contacts, you haven't changed the actual eye. With LASIK, you have. That's what I'm getting at. So, oh, yeah. You know, so somewhere down the road, I w- that's what I want to know is, does okay. this, can people with LASIK do this, or is it going to affect them in a negative way because they've already had LASIK? Well, I wish we were there. That's that's all so, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, but uh, anyway, back, back to that. She just mentioned, uh, you know, of course, the the stimulants and now she's getting ready to to get into another still on the eye question which has nothing to do with sleep at this point well no she did mention sleep in that because she said that your eyes need to rest aye 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 captain yes oxygen all those eye cells need 
need oxygen and we get more oxygen when we breathe in and out through our nose. He also showed how the eye cells need nourishment, so we should be eating the most nourishing food. Don't overdo anything, <laughs> work or sleep or play. And daily exercise increases the circulation of the blood to the eyes. Rebounding can help. And how rebounding helps is, and I do this on my rebounder, See, we've got long and short range muscles in the eyes. So when you rebound, say I'll re be rebounding in my lounge room and I'll focus on the window pane and the tree in the background jumps. And after 10 jumps, I focus on the tree and then the window pane jumps. <laughs> and I've got some hanging pots and I'll focus on one of those and the, and the car behind it will jump, but the flower will stay still. You, you get my point. You're constantly um, doing short range, short range. And <clears throat> one of the problems today is people do too much short range. Mm. One eye doctor said, we need to spend more time gazing at the mountains. We need to spend more time long, long range. Yeah, not the now, mountain on your I phone. Am do it looking at fine no. print, I do have some glasses that are slightly magnified, but use your glasses as little as possible. Hey, good evening. I have a three-part question, if you don't mind. Okay, real quick, I'm just going to, before her three-part question, so it sounds like it's going to be pretty in-depth. Mm. All right. Based on what she just said, that she does have some slightly magnified glasses when she's reading, I'm, I'm going to take it that she doesn't wear them at all. She doesn't need right. So other than like a little bit that, for reading. That answered know. my question, so I mean, gotcha. and, and maybe the other ladies as well. So here we go. Should we keep plants in our bedrooms? That's question number one. What type of plants? And how do plants help to purify the air to help us sleep better? Thank you. One of the best plants to purify the air is the um, spider plant. And it's because it's spider plant, it's so, the leaves are so numerous. And the spider plant basically has a leaf like that, and it's got white and green stripes, mm -hmm. but it's so numerous, it's, it's like this. It, the leaves are so numerous, it makes a very nice um, potted plant. And what happens is the plants take in the carbon dioxide that we breathe out and give off oxygen. So plants do a great job at purifying the air. Um, there's a listener, she, the question is not about sleep, but she wants to find out if there's any hope for ulcers. For what? Ulcers. ulcers, yes, stomach ulcers. Certainly is, certainly is. There's a herb called, there's two herbs that coat and soothe the lining of the gastrointestinal tract. One is called Slipriol, and it's taking that with water and drinking it and it coats, soothes and heals the lining of the gut. So for stomach ulcer, you could take that before every meal and just before bed. Take it before you go to sleep at night, it coats and soothes the lining. The other herb is aloe vera. Um, Sister Barbara, um, there's a question that a friend had relating to yesterday's presentation. I'm not where, sure where I'm looking. Okay, yeah. Um, and she wanted to know if there is a relationship between um, 
inflammatory issues and diabetes. And um, if you're going to do any discussions about skin issues like eczema and if there is a relationship between um, diabetes and eczema. And she had a question also um, if there's a relationship between um, sleep and autism. She has two autistic um, boys. Autism has one main cause and they're neurotoxins. And the main cause of children having autism today is the neurotoxins in the childhood vaccines. I have met many people and read of many people, perfectly normal children, till the childhood vaccine. So that's the main cause. But there is a book called Stop Autism Now by Dr. Bruce Fife, and he shows that when given the right conditions, even autistic children can recover. Mm. And these laws of health are important. Children need more sleep than adults. Children should be going to bed a couple of hours before adults. So sleep is very important for the reviving and recharging of the brain. Dr. Bruce Fife talks about the five allergens. We talked about them earlier. Dairy, wheat, oats, peanuts and refined sugar. Eliminating those from an autistic child's diet and you'll get 50% improvement. Wow. It's, it's actually that simple. Mm. There, there was a lot of questions there. There's one about <laughs> inflammation. If there's inflammation in the body, there is a reason. That's why one has to find out why is the body inflamed? It should not be inflamed. And uh, a food like oats, oatmeal, is high in lectins, and all your lectins are inflammatory markers, or they increase inflammation in the body. The, um, so if anyone has an inflammatory condition in the body, those five, those five allergens should cease. Mm. Diabetes um, is usually damaged pancreas, and there's a reason for the damaged pancreas. And it can be drugs, it can be chemicals, and it could be also overworking the pancreas, as we looked at yesterday. Skin, stopping those five allergens, we've seen skin problems heal within a couple of months. Yes? Thank you. Can a child ever get too much sleep? I guess anyone can have too much sleep, but it's, but children, children don't usually like sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And so uh, usually children don't sleep that much. They can get too much sleep if they go to bed too late and sleep late. Hmm. Yes. I've seen that. I have a question, and you started to answer just now. I was going to ask for additional advice for improving sleep. I'm over here. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, improving sleep habits for children and helping them to sleep throughout the night. Anything else about kids and going to bed. If you want the child to go to bed at 6.30, you've got to start at 4.30. <laughs> you've got to start winding them down. Uh -huh. <laughs> I watched my daughter-in-law, her three-year-old and five-year-old, she would give them a light supper at uh, five um, and she would have them in the bath at 5.30 to six. 
She would take them straight from the bath into the bedroom. All the blinds are down, darkening the room with a soft light. They would get into their pyjamas, they would go into bed, and she would read them stories. See what I mean? She winds them down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't expect a television or something exciting happening and say, OK, bedtime, kids, I don't work like that. <laughs> You've got to start winding them down. Very good. And if you do the same thing at the same time, every night and get the child in, into that habit, um, it can run quite easily. Very good. Yeah. I like that. And guess what? Guess what that takes? That takes holding your children, regardless of age, whether they're five or six or whether they're 13 or 14, you've got to hold them accountable. Mm-hmm. You've got to, it's, it's just part of it, you know? And, and I believe in doing that, if, if you're consistent, you know, and one of the things that, that, that once you get into, I'm going to say, you know, 12 and over, I mean, but we all know, ladies and gentlemen, that uh, there's eight, nine-year-olds that have phones and who knows what they're looking at. Well, but five-year-olds. Uh, yeah. I mean. So what I'm saying is remove the phone that, that you know, I'm taking the phone at this time, you, you, you know, you're, all, you're off the phone. Part of the kind of wind, right. the winding down thing, I love the the you know it's time to do this you know tv off or whatever you're doing right you know yeah. after, after dinner bathtub so you know but that as they're young you know teenagers they should be knowing that but you can still set house rules you can still hey time time for your shower or whatever you are not getting in the shower past this time. That's what the house rule. Just, I mean, it's not being mean. It's just, hey, the, these are the house rules. Right. Finish your dinner, this, you know, and then lights off at, you know, this time. But if you just tell them, okay, this is what you're doing, boom, boom, and then you go to bed, close your door, and never go back and check. Right. Guess what's going to happen? Yeah, not not gonna happen. No, yeah. no, because they're they're twelve or thirteen. They're gonna sneak in there with their little tippy 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 yeah, toes, and yeah. they're gonna grab the phone, and you know, and, yeah. And so. especially if it hasn't been a routine, like she said, if exactly. you start them younger, and you're always in this routine, you're always in this routine. Uh, exactly. Obviously, when they get a little older, you could fudge that time back mm-hmm. a little bit, but the routine's still the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so then they're already in the habit of doing it. It makes perfect sense yeah. to me. Yeah. So, okay, good very good. Good stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and and it, we we she didn't get into the diabetes uh, question right. that yeah, much, but that's true. that that excites me because we we hope to have some information coming from you from a live event that we're going to be attending on September the eighth and ninth, and mm-hmm. Doctor. Uh, David Emerson, they one of their sessions is on diabetes, so that's, that's going to be excellent. So hopefully, we will, if nothing else, we will have the information. Whether it's just us bringing it to the audience, right, or possibly even you know uh, a audio of, of Dr. Emerson presenting that. So I'm okay. excited about yeah. what 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 is coming. So all right, good stuff, Ben. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed this thoroughly. Uh, just improving your sleep habits. Mm-hmm. It, it just, I, I think th- th- there's so many things that we just take for granted, and I, I think that's one. You know, you get tired, you go to sleep. You wake up, you know, great response of, can children sleep too much? 
Well, everybody can sleep too much, but I love that kids don't really like sleep. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know, unless they're unless they're ill, and if they're and if they're ill, yeah, let 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 them rest. The body's healing. Yeah. So, okay. Well, uh, uh, another one in the bank, as they say. Uh, let's uh, let's have a word of prayer as we close, Ben. Father in heaven, we thank you again for this time that you've offered us uh, to have together here with our. Listeners, and we thank you for Ms. Barbara O'Neill and what she does. We thank you for all of that information. And we know that we, as human beings, are fearfully and wonderfully made. And Barbara brings that out so well. We ask for a special blessing on her and her ministry. And each one out there uh, listening throughout the world, we pray for special blessings and give them the power to implement some of these things uh, when it comes to maybe something brand new to them as as us as well in preparing ourselves for a good night's rest to enhance the production of the things that we need to have this wonderful body that you've created function at a high level. We thank you again for this platform that you have allowed us to be on. And as always, as we part ways with our audience, we pray that every intent of our thought be pure. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.